You're listening to You Play A What, a podcast by a musician for musicians. My name is Vincent and I play the euphonium. Join me as I sit down with successful musicians to talk about their specialization, inspirations, and career developments. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 63 of You Play A What. I hope all of you are well. What a week it has been. First live performance at the Esplanade for over a year. Uh, Good fun performing uh, on the bass trumpet again. And of course, many congratulations and thank you to all involved at OMM for putting up the performance. And of course, an extra huge congrats to composer, section mate and former You Play Award guest Lee Jun on the premiere of his symphony. The time has changed. And now on to this week's episode. It's the enigmatic Christoven Tan. Christoven is a champion of new music for viola and in recent years, he has been pushing the possibilities and boundaries of viola playing. Apart from music, he is a practitioner of multiple art forms and doing remarkable work that is true to himself. Seems so simple to say, right? To do work that is true to ourselves, but oftentimes because of many different reasons, we might be forced to pick up work or do or commit ourselves to projects that perhaps are of no uh, great interest of ours, but perhaps helps us out with the monthly bills. So I'm really glad to have the opportunity to speak to him. In this episode, we spoke about his upcoming show, Apollo, which is happening on Saturday, 9th of October, where he performs alongside percussionist Derek Cole, featuring the music of Emily Cole and Bertram Wee, a number of former You Play What guests there. So if you'd like to find out more about these people that I mentioned, do check out the show notes. I'll have the link there for you. And of course, Christopher shares in-depth about his creative process in this project and what you can expect from the show. And spoiler alert, it sounds really, really, really cool and very, very exciting and cutting edge. And I'm looking forward to the show. He also spoke about having a clear idea and approach to his new music, the timing of this project, Apollo, finding like-minded collaborators, And what does he look for in a fellow collaborator? Having a curious and open mind, being perfect versus being yourself, relating to new music, starting his art studio and practicing other forms of art, teaching philosophy, future artistic projects. And we had a discussion about music for enjoyment versus performances that is relevant and thought-provoking. Personally, I really enjoyed this chat, uh, very, very inspiring, and it makes me question myself, why am I not doing more? But enough from me now, please enjoy this episode of You Play A What with Christoven. My guest today is Christopher Tan. 
is about the coolest person that I know. Not only does he talk the talk, but he follows it through with actions. Christoven continues to pursue his artistic interests through his brand of music and various art forms coupled with a bold sense of fashion. His upcoming show, Apollo, with percussionist and former You Play What guest Derek Koh from episode 8, is happening this coming Saturday on the 9th of October at the Arts House, featuring music by two awesome Singaporean composers and another former guest, Emily Koh, on episode 23, and hopefully a future guest, Bertram Wee. Uh, maybe I'm promoting my podcast a little bit too much, but I'm sure there'll be plenty to look forward to this show as they seek for their one grand landing. Welcome to the show, Christoven. How are you doing today? Hello. Hi. I'm doing fine. Great, great, great. And of course, <laughs> once again, uh, thank you so much for taking time out to speak to me. And th this episode is an interesting one because just to let the listeners know, uh, Christopher and I spoke briefly before we decided what's going to go into this episode and how this episode is going to be designed. And I, I must tell you that uh, thank you so much for, for reaching out to me and telling me quite clearly what were the areas or what were the things that you were more interested to talk about and what were some of the things that you are perhaps not so interested to talk about. And I had a lot of fun researching and try to find out like, you know, what's a good angle and what can we talk about here on, on this episode. And it certainly made me think a lot about my own career as well. So uh, really, thank you for that. And then the next thing is, of course, this is the first time I'm also doing a recording at this particular hour and makes me feel like a late night show host. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> certainly it, uh, it's interesting. So on a normal day at this hour, what do you do? And maybe we can not talk about the racy stuff, but yeah, what, what do you usually do in the evening? In the evening, um, I would usually be practicing or I would be... It really depends though. Um, a lot of a lot of practice really. Mm. Uh, a lot of thinking about um, the music, or if I am actually preparing for any any project, then I I do a lot of um, a lot of uh thinking. Yeah, I do a lot of thinking and researching, and it's a lot of uh. But but the night is good because uh, that's the creative hour for me. Mm. I think a lot more about how things. Um, would work more clearly so mm. night hours are good that way right right and if you don't mind let's just stay here for, for just a little bit more and of mm. course I, I've heard many creative people who live with uh, a certain structure to their day so for example they'll set aside a pocket of time whereby they would dedicate this sacred amount of time to to their craft, to their creative work and things like that. Uh, do you find yourself to be like that? I I, I kind of organize my day more like um, I do the things that I need to do the first thing I wake up um, and then I go about um, if I if I need to get on with some work, you know, make some money mm. in, in the middle of the day and then really the 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 things that I really want to do, yeah, mm. they, they come right after. So usually usually it's from like 6 p.m. onwards. That's like me time. Right. So it's it's, it's really indulgent, really. Okay. Uh, because I, I could really be using that time to make more money. I, I've tried I've tried it. Um, uh, I, I, I couldn't bear to lose that much of myself. Mm. Absolutely. That's another, 
another way of saying it. Um, yeah. But the, 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 the really good thing is that um, um, when you actually put more time to do the things that you want to do, you actually eventually find more, more people who are actually doing the things that you do. And, you, you know, you can actually um, make time for each other because you actually have that, that, that kind of time. Um, so I, I guess, I guess you do really got to let go of some things in order to do the things that you love. But, uh, I've, I've, yeah, you know, like, like sometimes I, I've, <laughs> I, sometimes I do wish that I, that I, 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 I make more time to, I don't know, like earn more money or, or give time to my student, but I, I can't afford that sometimes, you mm. know? Yeah. But uh, sensitive talk. No, it, it's okay. But you know, if you if you're talking about money, it's something that we we can chase endlessly, right? Like, what is enough? Yeah, nobody knows, right? <laughs> you know, you yeah. you get used to a, a certain amount, then it's quite likely that you just want more, and you just mm. dedicate more time to it, and before you know it, yeah, it consumes you. And uh, I recently heard a saying which I find it quite funny: if you win the red race, you are still a red. So. <laughs> uh, right so i mean uh good that you are able to to draw that line quite clearly between yeah. you know uh, your own sort of uh interest and projects that reflects who you are and also the yes. things that bring in the money right mm-hmm. so speaking of projects that uh you're interested in and something you're passionate about let's talk about your upcoming project which is apollo happening this saturday uh, walk us through like how this idea came about. Right. So I mean, I've I've been toying for a while this idea of a villa percussion combination. Uh, it could be a project, or it could be works to be commissioned, or it could be a a long standing um you know partnership with a collaborator or a you know anything really uh, villa percussion. Uh, I've particularly been very interested in this particular combination simply because in the mainstream repertoire for the viola there's there's pretty much one work written by uh, Luciano Berio which is uh, he's quite um, I mean he, he is a big name in the in, in contemporary music and to sort of say it for a better word uh, I, I really fell in love with this this work uh, it's called naturally it's it's for the tape percussion and viola. If you were to program this work, then logistically you, you could already imagine like like aside from like hiring the percussionist, you also need to put together, you know, all his instruments, his 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 um xylophone and everything. And that 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 is quite costly to put together. I mean it it, it does take quite a bit of effort um to put you know that kind of that kind of uh, instrumentation together, and and to have like such a small um, select instrument, um, you know, type of repertoire, um, for this particular type of instrument, um, type group type mm. combination. Yeah, uh, I think it's 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 a real pity that it's just so little when there's when there's already a work of this magnitude uh, there that is in the repertoire. Mm. Uh, it's quite played quite often. Because of that, I kind of. Uh, decided. I think it'll be it'll be great to grow this repertoire. So I I mean I've been having conversations with different people, and um, I spoke with Emily and I spoke with Bertram and and they were keen. 
but of course, each each and every with every collaboration with every composer, you know, the the journey takes takes on a new turn, and 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 they they do come back with something a little bit more uh, genius than what you propose. Right. Um. Yeah. Uh. Um. Uh. With Emily, so. Uh, it's quite interesting. Uh, um, I mean, I've uh, prior to this to this project. I mean, I was I was researching a lot. Uh, also with the use of technology in contemporary music in classical. Mm. Uh, I mean, this is not new technology and 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 contemporary music, classical contemporary music, particularly. Uh, but then I was very interested in uh, really expanding the the motions of movement that a a viola player. Uh, would be um. How would I describe it? How how much sound? How much more sound can you make from the movement organically from from actually, uh, moving, you know the mm. movements of the 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 net whip. I mean, if you were to naturally play the instrument, right? Yeah. Um, there you would move, and 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 there could be some form of uh um, technology that could be harnessed from that to also give you some propensity to make music just with that. So um, uh, I came across this this uh this gadget. It's called the Mimu glove. I I don't know whether you know of it. Uh, the Mimu glove um, uh, has been championed by this other artist. Uh, her name is Imogen Heap. She's uh like a like a tech. Artist mm. and I think she's 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 one of those who supports this uh, blockchain technology and for ideas and, and and everything and she and she's been working with with uh, people at MIT to come out with this glove um, and and basically what it does is that uh, it it allows you to sort of like it's basically fundamentally a MIDI, a MIDI controller but what's really interesting with this MIDI controller right is that you can actually preset positions movements and sort of like uh pre um how pre program mm-hmm. uh, uh auto we call it automation okay within the movements that will allow you to control uh aspects or external aspects aside from i mean the acoustic feature of course so mm-hmm. y- you know you would have to plug into a uh digital audio workstation and you could you could play around with that mm-hmm. um so um, that was one of those key things that that got me really interested. Uh, being able to sculpt sound with movement. Mm. Yeah. So, and I, would you say that, like, let just correct me if I'm wrong here. So, for example, let's say you get the programs like, if I move my index finger, a particular sound is going to be generated. Yeah, it right? could be that, or it could be a manipulation of. Of something that has that that you actually pre-program it, so you could automate, uh, maybe a um something to actually be released, or you could you could set, it could it, everything goes into a program right. basically, and you you could you could decide what that that element would be. I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but it's bigger than that because like uh, I I'm sure that if you were a string player and you saw a string player perform, you would very clearly know that a a, a string player. Has so much more mobility uh, involved with with their natural playing that it's it's inevitable that you would have to move. It's 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 a fundamentally a very um it's mobile, quite an organic thing, isn't it? When you when you play yeah. the instrument, yeah, yeah. you know, mm. like like your entire yeah. So so I guess it starts with the glove, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yes, and then uh, I mean, I was so happy. Uh, uh, it went well. We we just finished the recording of it. Um, uh, like what two weeks ago? Awesome. And it's, it's 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 coming really well. Uh, this this is just one of the works, and then of course, um, the writing that that Emily has written for it is for me, uh, the most complex writing I've seen, um, of her in a really long time. Um, yes, and I've, I'm, I'm, I'm very intrigued by this, by this level of writing. Mm. Also, it really makes you explore um, um, aspects of the instrument that you, you, I've never explored. If, if that's a way to say it, right? Yeah, it's, it's kind of like all beyond the fingerboard ish, mostly ish, okay. kind of. Really? Yeah, and, and it's a, uh, it's, it's yeah. I, I guess the word is um, um, you, you, you kind of break down that that wall eventually you know like mm. like like you don't you no longer question if it's playable you you just wonder what can i do with that 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 kind of um i love that that kind of process where you you you, you are being thrown into a situation a situation like that and then you kind of have to make sense of all these things mm. yeah um and the, the writing for the percussion is also extremely intelligent and i i, I just can't say more how how amazed i am with this work <laughs> right uh, and then with but, uh oh, that one took a a, a a a turn, and it's it's also equally exciting. Um, but was very interested in writing uh something that was uh fundamentally electronic, so we settled on something like oh, okay, what if you could get like a like electronic viola, violin viola, and then I was like, okay, so how many strings does it have? Oh, it's got four strings, five strings. That's kind of common mm. and i was like mm. i mean seriously if it's five strings why don't why don't you push it like to the max right seven strings okay what if it was seven strings what if it had seven strings and then he was like okay right. <laughs> uh, i don't know i don't know if it exists guess what we managed we managed to to build a seven string violin brilliant brilliant yeah um yeah, so much to learn. So, so actually, to be to be fair, the learning curve is extremely steep. Um, the the violin in, in itself, you know, um, seven strings. Uh, it goes all the way down, way lower than than the cello. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and what's the size of the instrument? Is it like? It's it's like a violin actually. Uh, but it's in the shape of a guitar, like a big, like a guy violin guitar. Wow. So how would you be, be operating this instrument? Would be standing up, like, playing like a violin nah, or viola, yeah, like right. like a violin, okay. like a violin. Yeah. Right. Um. Uh. Yes. And he he has also kind of uh introduced this this other other element into it, which is uh, which is like a tube. Um. Basically, the electronic sounds will go into a tube that would go into, uh, Derek's mouth. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 extremely bonkers, but I I just think it's so brilliant. I mean, I am so fortunate. I am I cannot I cannot say more how fortunate I am in this lifetime to actually experience um you know two ideas that 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 people have actually put down on paper and 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 uh yeah, it it I I mean I treat them with extreme respect and and you know, I uh we I remembered. I remembered uh, having feeling like I've I've not done enough justice with Bird's work, and I I requested to re-record the work again. 
um, it's it it was something that 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 had to be done mm. with absolute. Um, you know, it's like it's got to be great. Yeah, and, I mean the, the idea is so good, right? So, mm. But so, but it, it also sounds like you had such a, a a crystallized idea of what you want to achieve. As much as these works are are brand new, you are right. you are. It seems your your mind is at a place whereby, like, although this is new, that there's very particular things that I want to get out of this music or out of this piece or out of this particular setup, and right. and it seems like to me you're you're striving towards that, right? Uh, I guess, I guess from for me then it would be that if I, you know, you always wanna wanna come to the work with as much clarity. Mm. As possible, and also because the learning, I think the most the most um challenging thing about about new music in general, when I mean new, I mean like tomorrow's new. Yeah, you know, um, I I think one of the 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 real challenges really it's the learning curve. Mm. The learning curve is extremely steep. Right. It it doesn't matter whether it doesn't matter whether you have a minor role or a major role. It is always going to be very steep, and you are going to have to juggle. Um, what is the truth behind the intention that is written, mm. and what what physically your body can actually achieve, and you're you're going to have to, you know, it's it's it. I mean, I don't want to use the, the the word Olympian. It's not Olympian, but it's it's almost like if you can't imagine it yourself doing it, you you probably wouldn't wouldn't be able to to make that leap. Mm. of faith you know so you do spend a lot of nights thinking how how can this work and it, it does it does worry you you spend a lot of nights worrying i'm a worrier uh i worry i worry uh things don't go as planned so i i always um double up on my my guilt and and just go back to work and you know mm. double check everything right right because you never know you never know when it then they really don't work mm. Yeah, you know, but I think it's about the human spirit, right? Mm. Like if you gave up, I think that gives someone else the onus to say that, oh, this, this is, this is not. You shouldn't give up. Mm. You know, if it's on, if it's on your, on your, on your plate, you know, it's worth. It's really worth um putting everything you have on the line. I don't know. I mm. live. I live like that. I. I am a all or nothing <laughs> kind of person. I. Yeah. I am. I've always been like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess um, that makes uh, Apollo really exciting. Apollo, uh, when we decided to 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 give it a title, it was also a little bit about what would come out of this during this entire period. I guess, and and this we are in really dark times right now, and and really no one is really talking about indulgent and 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 honest writing because in this period, uh, you know, the world is going through so much. So I I I wrote it. I it uh, I gave it a, a title of a sort of like a well wish, you know, the god of healing, mm. uh, Apollo, right? And it was also that's also the the spacecraft that took the man to the moon. Yeah, I think this 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 Apollo would would epitomize this this very very important aspect mm. of this of this project, right? In in a yeah. sense of like it's groundbreaking for you. Would would yeah. you say that? Yeah. Right. And why do you think right now is a good time? Why not 
two years ago. Why not, like, you know, let's save this for the future. Was it like a spur of a moment? Everything just kind of fell into place. You found the right people and then let's go for this. Was this a long time coming? Like like you said, you've thought about it for a long time and finally you, feel, you found the right person. Like, how, how did it all kind of start? Mm. I, I guess it, it, this this idea has festered for quite quite a while actually. Um, I, uh, I just never thought about doing it until maybe now really. Um, yeah, it. Uh, I guess I guess also like um, I I didn't really have much holding me back this time. Mm. Yeah, okay. so I could really devote what I think is um really. You know, like now, I mean, I mean, we've come off like like that period where where there wasn't really much arts activity, and then after that, when when there was arts activity, everyone was putting stuff online. Mm. You know, um, in fact, uh, I I when I when I conceptualized this, I wasn't really keen on putting more materials online because, you know, it will just it will just go into into the the hole of of yeah. like one of those. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I think what's really important in, 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 in a collaboration like this is that um if you actually find the truth and you record it, right, eventually when someone else chance upon this work and would like to actually come by this work, they will know that it's 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 done during a period where there was extreme clarity, mm. you know, between the artist and the composer. And I think that's that's essential, um, you know, mm. rather than, than you tr- you coming from a from a, a maddening busy world and then and then trying to put materials together. I think uh, also the the works are actually uh, extremely extremely uh, poignant. Mm. Uh, they are they are not. Uh, they are if if you look at the the parts that has been written and and the way how it's written, it's it's actually extremely full of poetry. It's uh, extremely full of uh, ideas very small you know um rich very rich text right yeah mm. so it, it does takes a little bit of that that you really got to spearhead really what's what's the most important thing mm. really right. yeah and i have found it at times since moving back here uh, a, a challenge to to find musicians that perhaps are on the same sort of wavelength as you I find it at times quite difficult to collaborate with people who don't necessarily kind of get what you're trying to say and they just yeah sort of come along for, for the ride and, and stuff like that uh, so I, I'm not sure if you have faced such challenges but uh, how it, it seems like you've got a good crew going on here you've got Fantastic! What sounds like a fantastic working relationship with the composers, uh, you and you and Derek seems to be uh, working really well together. Was it a challenge for you to find like a kindred spirit or some sort of, or put it simply, a like-minded musician as a collaborator? And mm. what what would you say would be some of the the traits that you would look out for, whether mm. or not you would choose to collaborate with this person? I think. Um... To be, to be, I, I, I acknowledge that everyone probably it's going to be able to bring something very unique. I think, um, you know, I've, uh, I think Derek is the third percussionist I've collaborated with, and every single percussionist that I have collaborated with, I, I have 
actually respected them very, very, very much. Mm. Um, um, I can't, I can't say um, anyone is is uh, lesser of the other. In fact, I, I've I've enjoyed every single uh, uh, percussionist that I've worked with. Um, I think what makes what draws me then would to to a particular person um, then would be what I'm what I'm I what I'm feeling intuitively about that person. Um, you know, we all go through a sort of a, a, a we go through phases basically, right? Mm-hmm. We meet people, they come and go and 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 you know in the this the way how the scene is being set up in general, people go from one thing to the next, of course. So it's it, it you know like um what people are into now might not necessarily be be aligned with what you are, but that doesn't mean that they are not suitable. It just means that it might not be the right time. So you do, I, I do have to find find a way to kind of like balance that that kind of. Um, do you think this will work? You know. Um, also, it's really important to kind of have a feel for things and for people. I think that's that's you know it's kind of like like reading the room you read people mm. but without really without really saying I mean I don't I don't really really um 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 have this preconceived notion of people that people are like this and then I think I I I get a, a feeling of of what what a situation and the person might be really good at and I, I try to make the best of of that. Mm. Right. I, I think that that is that is how I generally have a feel for things. I'm a little bit a little bit um like a witch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I see that, that that crystal ball behind you or something. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. Um yeah, um, I think it's yeah, it's really important because you know, um, you you can only have this chemistry for so long, and then after that, you kind of need to wrap each other in in ways that 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 you you could actually challenge each other a little bit. So you're gonna kind of riff. It's a constant riff, mm. and you know, you you really need to have that kind of conversation about about the art um i'm just really thankful now so far the people that i've worked with has been has been great um also another thing is that like i think because i come from a a um i'm like a violist right so i think i think there's a non-threatening <laughs> thing right. about viola players i don't know i i might we might be disarming uh, yeah. but in general yes um i mean we you know, you you find what's best for yourself, and you, I think also it's it's, I think honesty is very hard. It's one of the the, the worst the worst things for. I mean, if if you consider yourself like like hardcore musician and you have a very strong love for certain aspects of music, it, it's actually truly very very difficult to have honesty, because when you play music with people and you're not you're not, un you're not satisfied with things but then you you are forced to leave things be that's quite yeah it, it really it's 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 really like like uh, uh 
yeah, it's like death. Yeah, it's, 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 I mean, <laughs> and, it's going against your own principles, right? In, in a way. Uh, one yes, can say that. Yeah. I, yeah, you know, sometimes, and I'm, you know, I'm, I always tell people, you know, I'm, I'm always happy to do more work. It's not so much about that. It's, it's really how, how things can come together. Mm. You right. know, um, and I think because you know this in 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 the field of new music, everything could matter. You know, small things could matter. I mean, when we're already doing classical music, already small little dots and quavers and yeah. spacings and everything, or mm. small little breathings can matter so much. What is contemporary music? You know what I mean? It's it's worse. It's like yeah. like like pie in the sky. Anything could be important. The air you breathe. Do <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, right? Yeah. So. So you really need to have um sort of a way to really communicate with people what what you what you are un- uncomfortable with and comfortable with, and you know I I, I find it always I I also work in a in a in a way that's like if 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 something works I'll figure out what that would be and then I'll say it mm. you know I I tend not to not to to try and keep testing. Yeah. Because sometimes they don't they 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 actually drive people mad. Right. That's it. <laughs> right. Uh yeah. that's it, right? Uh uh yeah, I, I think you know, we live in a society now, I think, where where the curiosity is not tolerated. Mm. Uh but of course it's it's also, you know, curiosity kill the cat hmm. kind of situation. Yeah, so but curi- you never know. Curiosity in terms of exploration, right? Like what what is actually the possibility of of yeah. something. And not just be like, no, we can't. Or no, we're not going to do that because that is oh. a waste of time. Do, do, do you mean that sort of curiosity? Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, yeah. J- just being open to like, okay, now that's not something I've ever thought of or thought about or imagined that I would do. But let's think about it. You know, let's try to see if actually there is something there that can be actually of value in a way yeah. for the performance, right? Yes. Yeah. I yeah. I, I think I belong to that that camp mm. uh where yeah. And, like let's see. Yeah. And I, I guess that makes the entire process much more sort of mentally stimulating as well. Rather than just yes. sort of like a, a one way traffic that's like, okay, yes, no. Okay, yes. okay. I right. Yeah. yeah. I mean it's uh, it's a really uh, interesting way to see it is that once you think I think once you think that this is how you're gonna do it then you that that thing is gonna define you mm. you know and and that's a constant uh, revolving thing that that seems to be um, uh, a thing like if you if this is how you think that you must play the villa all the time or if this is how you think you you must make music all the time then that will define you. It's it's just the way it is. Mm. Um, so if someone brings uh brings an idea to you and that that does not look very appealing, then then all those all those uh, philosophies and principles that you have is going to define the project mm. or the idea. I think um yeah I you know and and. I, I like to think of myself more as a pie in the sky situation. Like, throw me something. Let's see what I can do. Yeah. And and actually, I really like the what, what you're championing at the moment. If 
I could tell tell a student, actually the advice is see what all your schoolmates are doing, see the direction that they're going towards, go the opposite way. You know, yeah. So I I, I think we really need to encourage, especially like younger musicians to to think about the work that they do a little bit differently. But there's nothing wrong with like mm-hmm. going towards the what everybody does, right? We can all play that or the, the mainstream repertoire. You have absolutely no issues. Like, you know, you you didn't pick to do what you want to do because, you know, you, you can't play those mainstream repertoire. I'm, I'm absolutely sure you can run circles with them. But it's just not what you want to do. It's just not you, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the more you do the things that you feel that you should do, um, the more it, it it takes away from from the things that you you shouldn't be worried about doing. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, um, I know I know musicians who who uh who are. You know they've got jobs and but then they they've got injuries and stuff like that, and they they are in in that in that time in their career where where they, I mean they don't need a long break but they just need like half a year's break, you know. Um, I would say that like for a fact that the viola is actually quite quite tedious to play, especially if you're you know if you are in orchestras or in or in, in quartets, you, you kind of need need um a lot of uh, support, um, you know physiotherapy, mm-hmm. um, massage or you know like like exercise and mm. stuff like that, um, yeah, I found myself in, in in that kind of position too, and and I I found that it, I mean it's not just the mental part that that takes me away from the things that I really love, but it's also the physical. And on top of that, I have to actually spend more money trying to get myself like, like you know, put Fit, that together. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then, you know, and then new music is, is so physically daunting and mentally too, you know? So, it, it yeah, it, it really does take a, a lot from you um, that I had to choose. I'm very lucky that uh, I have been able to juggle, you know, aspects of, of my, my, my career yeah and mm. i i'm i'm just just extremely thankful um also i i've met the right people had the right communications um i've actually um you know study i i, I study new works even if i'm not playing read into them mm. um study into them you know just be hungry yeah. because you never know you never know when one day you might stuff <laughs> um, yeah. you know I- what if what if the books in the world just vanish mm. i know i'm I, this is ridiculous the way i i talk now but can you imagine like like what's happening around the world in in, in like pakistan right now mm. and 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 you know like you think you think that 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 is that is just one part of the world but can you imagine that it's like a huge part of culture gone yeah and you know absolutely. and and then and then you think right like like if you could you could document what you are going to be doing would you you would mm. because if if we lose that one day at least someone in the future could actually see that there was this thing that you know this this the music of tomorrow yeah. which was written right yeah absolutely mm. 
Yeah. And now uh, we, we're going to move on to, to, to talk about some other topics, but let's let's round this up, right? So concert, uh, Apollo happening in the Arts House this coming Saturday. Uh, yes. So all the links will be provided in the show notes. So for those of you who want tickets, who wants to listen to the show, and I think it's super duper interesting. I don't know how you will not be intrigued by a, a glove that makes sound, uh, kind of like a little bit like a, a hand of Midas sort of thing, right? <laughs> Except yeah. turning it into go, you turn everything into sound. And then this brand new seven string instrument with, yeah. Yeah, with sounds being put through a person. So if that does not intrigue you, probably nothing would. Right. So yes. yeah, like I said, all the details for the concert is in the show notes. Fill that up, send it through, and I'm sure like Christoven or whoever it is will be reaching out to you. Yes. Also yeah. we have the very wonderful uh Weird Aftertaste. Mm. So Weird Aftertaste is a collective of musicians uh that will be opening the show. Yeah. Weird Aftertaste uh was something that I came together with um uh, Bertram and Lynette to restart and it, and and it's it's ever hopefully ever expanding mm. uh, uh uh the idea of uh when I, I think when I was approached we 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 were very interested in wanting to do uh some of the most uh, exciting uh, contemporary great concert music uh that could possibly be a little bit uh, less commercial in that sense you mm. know they 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 work but then they 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 may have a little bit of a weird aftertaste effect right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm, um yes yeah. so so we, we yeah anyway yeah. come for the concert and you would you would know it's it's a wonderful um i can only say it is mm. wonderful yeah yes absolutely i'll be there for sure so one of the the conversations uh, that we we had prior to this interview was how you were kind of not interested in speaking about things that were of the past, right? Yeah, yeah, and uh, obviously because of that, planning and researching for this episode was the challenge because mm-hmm. it was it was refreshing for me, right? Because I have no, obviously I can I can dig and I can know where you've been, whatever festival you've been to, your experiences, where you worked and, and things like that, uh, where you live, uh, maybe not quite so deep, but yeah. yeah. So, uh, but just as I was coming towards, like tying everything together, I came across this particular commencement speech that was given by this author called Anna Quentlin in, mm-hmm. in 1919. And uh, I'm, I'm also going to share this link of this speech because I think it's it's wonderful I think every student, every musician should read it or actually anyone should just read it. Uh, so I'm not sure if you had a chance to read it, but if you don't mind, let me just go through like three particular paragraphs that I thought it's extremely poignant for, for this conversation. Okay, so, so the quote starts, but nothing important or meaningful or beautiful or interesting or great ever come out of imitations. The thing that is hard and really amazing is giving up on being perfect and beginning the work of becoming yourself. This is more difficult because there's no zeitgeist to read, no template to follow, no mask to wear. Set aside what your friends expect, what your parents demand, 
whether acquaintances require, set aside the messages that this culture sends through its advertising, its entertainment, its disdain, and its disapproval about how you should behave. Set aside the old traditional notion of female as nurturer, male as leader. Set aside too the new tradition notions of female as superwoman and male as oppressor. Begin with that most terrifying of all things, a clean slate. Then look every day at the choices you are making. And when you ask yourself, why are you making them? Find this answer for me, for me, because they are who and what I am and mean to be. So when, when I read this, of course, the, the speech carries on to talk about more things that is about finding yourself, being yourself and not succumbing to sort of like what society is uh, making us become, right? And the pr- pressures that is asserted onto us as, uh, from the society. So the, the work that you do, the art that you create has um, so much of your own fingerprint and your own identity tied to it. And could you just like share with us some of the milestones that has shaped you to think about approaching your work in the way that you are approaching it as yourself today? I think I was one of those kids who really wanted to be perfect. I have always adopted this, you know, the, the whole idea about classical music, if you actually went to classical school, when you learn is that you, you have to be the best conduit for the composer. That's that's kind of like what really needs to 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 be the, the, the most important aspect of your your artistic approach to everything. Mm. I think uh, that to begin with was one of the most important aspects of of it. Um, did I find myself doing these 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 things uh, when I was young? Um, I don't know. I I think it's it, it I if I say yes, it's questionable. <laughs> uh, I'm not confident. Um, uh, I've I've always loved. Um, um, classical music. I've always loved Bach, down to the medieval music, down right down to, you know what, whatever that's that that exists. Um, I love them. Um, uh, but if if you were to ask me, um, if new if if new music speaks more to me, then I would say yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's because I. I grew up in a very unusual circumstance. Also, okay, my my family background is a little bit more com- complex because I I have a brother who is a special need, who's a who's a, yeah. So, uh, for me, even at this age, uh, when I um at home when we when we actually play uh the music for uh, the family member of mine. Uh, we still play uh, little little children tunes. Okay. Uh, this this is like like what Sesame Street. Imagine, imagine hearing Sesame Street every day for the past like thirty over years. Mm. Do you know? Right. Um, it 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 has this way of warming into you that that you 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 are always unsettled. Mm. A little bit, okay. Um, which uh, brings me to uh, uh, what really finding myself is. Of course, uh, as I grew older, I find 
that uh, you know being living I, I don't have this I don't have that pristineness in my my life that would allow me to to think about all the classical works that I have. You need that kind of background clarity. Do you, do you know what am I talking about? If mm. imagine having to wake up and think about um, Bach, for example, and then outside your, your room, there's like <laughs> Sesame right. Street being played. Right. Um. So you know. So I I I guess I guess in the in the noise that that happens in my daily life and everything, I I, I found it really quite challenging. In fact, the the noisier the music, the 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 better it, it it gave me that 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 sort of like wall mm. away from from the noises that i hear at home um um that's 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 a probably one of the biggest aspects right uh, i would say i i probably feel that way and think that way mm. um yeah um so if you were to say then that i i really enjoy new music i think i listen to it with 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 a very with with genuine openness that it's that 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 i could be a conduit to that uh uh just simply because it it it's it has sort of like an ugly truth to it that rings inside of me more you know it's uh, that, of course, I'm not saying that like, like it's 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 uh it's noisy or anything like that. Mm. It's more like like with new music, they they do have a lot of this understated imperfections which resonated more with me, right. and that and that became an uh, a, a really important aspect to how I feel with new music. Mm. Uh, it doesn't mean that I I don't practice my bar. I just find that that. I don't have the kind of environment. I don't know. I I okay. I've, I've never really I've never really had that. Yeah. Mm. Um, that sort of yeah. aesthetic, uh, beauty of yeah, the, the but, more but mainstream also, classical music, right? Yeah, yeah, but also imagine right, like in in you know, if you are going to have to to perform a lot of classical pieces, you you need quiet in your life, to think about all these things. Mm. You know, I I don't have that. You know, um. Yeah, uh, so uh, I was very lucky because then, then I, 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 I was actually very lucky to actually play the viola because the viola is, is actually, funny enough, it's very primitive, but it's also very, very contemporary. Uh, it's, it's an instrument that many contemporary composers write for it. I guess, like, like already the, 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 the fundamental pieces that you will learn as a, as a student on the viola then would be already like far 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 more more um it's not it's not so pure as as, as how the other instruments were mm. uh, you know like like so that really helped me but to further on my curiosity then i started to to listen a lot more to this uh, contemporary music and i find that like it just it just fits with my how things are i don't i don't yeah mm. i i feel like i live with this uh, ugly ugly thing right, yeah. right. in a in a in a in a and i i i don't know it, it fits better with the way how i am i'm not saying that it's 
ugly ugly i'm mm. just saying that like it's it's there's it's, a kind of rawness it, to it right that is yes, it's not there's that, not all perfect or not aesthetically perhaps like uh, pleasing on the surface that inside yes. there's perhaps some sort of like imperfections i yeah i i just i just feel that way you right. know i yeah i guess i mean if i if i lived away it wouldn't be it wouldn't be so much of an issue but if i were living at home then i i i naturally would this this thing just comes up and then eventually it becomes this thing that that uh helps me i guess mm. right um yeah but then again i'm i'm extremely thankful that that there is such a thing mm. you know when you were in this stage whereby you were sort of like mm, you know i there's this side or there's this particular uh, type of music that you really, really want to do. And yet at the same time, there's like this other side that you've been trained to do, right? And how was it initially when you were sort of like navigating this? Do you like had a lot of internal struggles between like the direction of like where, where you would go and, oh. and things like that? Well, somewhere down the career pathway, when I, I started to play more in orchestras and stuff like that, uh, you learn one thing is that you can't make everybody happy. Mm. You know, you're going to you're going to have someone who is not going to be satisfied, <laughs> and it's going to be a constant. Yeah. How do you pick yourself up from from that? Uh, I think to exit the game yeah. and play your own game, live by your own rules. Uh, I think I I think more yeah. if I think along the line of like um you know like like that's not I mean that that wasn't so much the kind of energy energy that I I I, I wanted to put into mm. also yeah I I was very interested in working with composers I was very interested in really understanding um uh, uh, other forms of expressing myself um and therefore through this through this i mean i was very fortunate uh you have interviewed uh this uh empty blue sky right yes yes so when i returned back i started dabbling with uh now i started yeah i started dabbling with uh visual arts a little bit mm. i created my i think my very first collection of 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 artworks were this um it i used to write people name cards okay and on these name cards, they were actually uh, tunes. Ooh. Like, there was just like three okay. staves. Right, right. And I'll write them a tune and I'll just give it away, you okay. know? Um, and then that that was my name card. And then eventually, I decided to, to turn... I mean, that at that time, I, I was... I was, uh, I, I, I was very fixed on the idea that, that uh, you know, like, it would be great to just, like, like do something else aside from music. So I, I started to develop um, these artworks, these name cards, uh, had them actually properly made, um, you know, with like, like, like the paper makers and stuff like that. It was mm. like made with like, like what, some silk paper thingy. Fancy. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. They, they, and then I actually uh, uh, did the exhibition in Temenggong, uh, the Mingong 18, 18, 20 or whatever they, they were called. Right. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. Uh. So I was very fortunate. It was a it was a three day exhibition and uh there was an opening night opening night concert. So, mm. 
So I decided to start my 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 sort of like a little art studio thing mm. where I started to to draw paint. These are notations and that that I created it and and we mounted it all over the walls in the in the in the venue. And then what's really what's really interesting, right, is that you could actually use a QR code to actually listen to the track. Oh, so okay, yeah. So I think there was like there were like a hundred of them, oh. right? Yeah, I, 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 I thought they were only used to to check into venues. Apparently, they are. Oh. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, if you if you go online, you, when you mm. actually click the artwork, you can actually hear the track. I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So eventually, I I started developing the the whole material, and then it, it started to have a, a little bit of a mixed media format mm. where I started to to embed stuff onto onto the art, and then after that, they became um. um, um objects and, okay. and, and stuff like that yeah yeah so uh I, i'm very fortunate I, i've i've managed to uh send this away for exhibition and stuff like that so you know just thankful again mm. that that things are actually uh, moving uh i think one of one of the biggest uh collaborations that i did then was with a photographer mm. uh, her name is uh louisa violet and then mm. she is that actually, your distinct uh yeah display uh, picture yeah. yeah but one of the things uh, one of the things that i really enjoyed working with her was that she was able to take this uh animal pictures really well mm-hmm. yeah and i i was actually very very uh at that point of time i was actually very uh very immersed with the concept of um how how music could actually be a monument because music fundamentally is a material art mm-hmm Right, and you know it's it's the highest form of immaterial art because you leave nothing behind but just just an impression of what what really happened. Mm. Um, um, and I was very I was obsessed with the idea that if civilization disappeared, right, all that would be left behind would be monuments. Mm. You know, yeah. So how how can we create more monuments? How can we, you know, just curiosity just let it let it go mm. um, um and so um i i actually did this this thing i mean it was a development also from from the earlier earlier work that i did so remember the science game the notation thing then i developed it into like mixed media right mm. so the next thing was to started to create materials um that would eventually conjure up images that that would would sort of like lead me straight to those art so it's like it's like a way a way in into my world okay wow yeah so if you actually see let me see if i can get out of this uh art studio yeah and then uh you would see i don't know if you see this this one yes i did these were objects right yeah and one of them one of them was was a mud these were objects, and then some mm. of them. This, this was a textured surface yes. thing, yeah. And then eventually, uh, and then one of them was the wire. So eventually, what eventually I did was that I actually created another work, and I mean I'm very thankful that uh, Louisa was able to capture all this. This right, it was a it was a, a picture that I remembered it, and and I uh, Louisa eventually submitted this for the affordable art fair competition, and she won. Nice, yeah. Wow. So that's that. That was so, some one one of those things. So this headgear or this mask thing was this like, what what were they? It's clay, right? Mud and clay. I see. 
Lovely. Yeah. But for yeah. me, for me, that 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 creating this artwork was actually uh something that 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 was a very much a, a development of, of of the art process. And mm-hmm. and uh uh, I think the last recent work that I did was the one. Uh, it's called uh, it's Apollo, the one that you see on the poster, mm. the black thing. That is my latest artwork. Actually, right. okay. It took me like what four months to 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 create it. I see it. And and, yeah, and so. does this sort of uh, working on this uh, other uh, artistic uh, works? Do they? also happen in the evening for you like around this sort of times or do you have a separate uh, venue that you go to where you oh no they are, they're all in the house in the house right yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean like they they happen over the dining table so the whole family wouldn't eat on the, on the dining table i mean they never eat <laughs> on the dining table right. anyway okay uh yes um but yes um you know um it's it's really i i feel like like it's it's i'm coming to my own as 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 I I get older and I I I I feel like I have a I have a very strong sense of how things should look, mm. um, which makes it very hard. Actually, the the older I get, the more the more picky I I get about right. things because the target body is so small, right? It's just yeah, so particular. Yeah. yeah, you know, like how how Apollo just even the text should look. Mm. You know, I, I want I want it to look like someone actually uh paste the logo on the on on the wall, but it's 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 a pandemic. So, you know, no one has time to paste Apollo properly. Mm, right. That's why it looks like a bunch of like masking tape. <laughs> kind of. There you go. But hey man, I tell you what, I, I take that as a as a good thing, right? Like to have such specific uh concepts and ideas inside the head. Really, for me, oh, it's yeah. a testament that you are putting yourself out there, right? Like, I think yourself in a sense that it is your creative mind working and there is that thing that you want to achieve at the end. It's not just like, hey, I saw this, this looks cool. Can our poster be something like that? And then, you know, everything is like from the scratch, from I mean, done from scratch, Uh yeah, I mean, bloody hell, you paint, you you do all, all these like really, really cool things, which also kind of makes me feel like, what am I doing with my life? Like, you know. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. but you're, 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 you know, you're never, you're never too late, I guess. Mm. Um, I, I guess, okay, I think for a lot of people then, uh, they, 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 I think, the, okay, wait, I have, I have had a lot of friends I, I would say it's not it's not like I got here without help. I got here with a lot of with a lot of help, really. I've I've had uh you know Mervin, right? Mm-hmm. Mervin has been a great help to me. Has one of those like like um, um people in my life where where uh every time I go to him I have a crisis. <laughs> <laughs> this empty blue sky, right? You right. know who who am I talking about? Yes, yes. Now F- it's called planes now it's called planes walker. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think yeah, episode six I, or something like that. Uh, some early episode. Yeah. yeah. Every time I go to him, right, or I text him, right, it's mm. like deathly hellos right, coming <laughs> to Mervin. <laughs> it's like, oh no, um, not Christopher again. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. yeah. Um but the the honest truth is it's like like I you know, I have I have these two other friends also who are 
they they started selling clothes mm. when I met them, and now they are selling like jewelry. I don't mean like I don't mean like 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 little kids jewelry ah, like a few ring that time ah. No mm. ah. I'm talking about like diamonds. Okay, you know what right. I mean. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. They. 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 You know, like when when you look at people like that, and then you look at how they how they actually shift. You know how they actually move in, mm. in in life. I mean, they may not be doing they may not be doing the same pathway, you know, as as I am. Mm. But art is art. It's all the same. Do you know? Yeah. It, it's it's after a while you 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 might you might compare like oh a dancer have it easier or something what whatever you mm. know. Um, but at the end of the day, art is art. I think they're all the same. You you eventually have to work extremely hard to really find. Something for yourself, really. Mm. Um, I, I, and I don't think it's about. At the end of the day, you, you really have to think about what you truly, really want. Yeah. Um, you know, um, when when people see you on Facebook, you know, and and you 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 put a picture, is 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 that like the best, honest version of yourself, or you know, sometimes it's better better not to. I don't know. Mm. I, I find myself to be the type that hide <laughs> because I, I you know I'm I'm really deep constantly deep in thought and right. like just like oh yeah how can I put this how can I put these things together? Yeah. You know, like like that. I, I yeah. Mm. It's it's almost yeah, I, I, I would say that I, I, I've come together with a lot of help. Um uh, uh meeting people and then having people just tell me like like how they 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 you know, they would tell you things like how they've moved from, you know, example, selling clothes to selling jewelry. Mm. Or you meet people who are like, who are like teacher who now, who a, a teacher, for example, right, who is now um, someone who is actually man- managing the arts, you know, mm. or you hear someone who, yeah, anything, man, you yeah. know, I've, I've known, I know this amazing person, um, Xijie, uh, she is an artist, but uh, she used to be working for uh, NAC. And she, she, she. When you look at her art, right, she is so amazing. She, she did this, uh, this film called um, uh, what is it? What is it called already? Um, uh, Xijie, mm. what is her film called? Uh. uh yeah, no worries. Yeah, you can get it to me. I can put it on the show notes as well. Yeah, at a later time, you can. You know, yeah. um. Yeah. Uh, she. Yeah, she. She made a film about about one of the, uh, Roy Payamo, who is like one of Singapore's most. Uh, I think he's one of the most amazing, basker. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Uh. uh you should watch the show. It's. Right. It's. It's a it's a great show. It's a it, it really tells you what we value mm. as a society, and then and then from there you have to make a choice: do you continue doing what you really love, or do you, you know, let this society defines you? I think, mm. you know, I I I'm also very fortunate that I spend uh, the other side of my life teaching mm. students, you know, and so. Um, I, I juggle that aspect of like explaining to them what art really is mm. and what what it, it's not. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I have a very specific view on it. Okay. And uh I think 
above above everything it's 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 uh art cannot be convenient right you know mm. if if that was something that you were taught to do that would simply be very convenient okay it would be interesting right to, to i think for sure to, to study under you and and to have lessons with you and to hear how you think about things oh. and and how it, it will shape their mind because it's yeah, I, I mean, I, I would just say that like you're probably going to be someone that's very different and the advice that you give to your students are going to be very different from... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, I guess I, I, when it comes yeah. down to teaching, you, you you do have to, you know, like the, the students still have to fit a certain mold. Mm. Yeah, and but I, do you think that like, let's say students, for example, of course, we're not saying that we... Uh, at a point whereby we can pick or say that, oh, you shouldn't study with me. But do you think that, say, there are particular students that come to you that is like, mm, perhaps you and I, we are not a good fit because what you want to do, there are other teachers that are available that can do a much more amazing job to get to, to, to let you get to where you want to be. Oh, right mm. oh, and then there are other students who are like you know maybe who are say for example more open-minded more curious and then you find that okay yeah sure I can help you also get to where you want to be but at least throughout this journey it will be just a, a, a sort of like a smoother kind of relationship do you think I of think it like that? Mm, actually I'm I'm I am one of those teachers who actually feel like I want my student to study with everybody. Mm. You know, you will you will go and learn the traits of every single one. Yeah. Don't ask me how. <laughs> go. <laughs> I, I'm right. a little bit like that. Um mm. uh no, but that's that's because um you, you are gonna end up being very confused anyway. Mm. Do you know? Like or you might you might decide that you don't want to be confused and you want to want to learn the right way. Okay, by by all means, go. You know. Yeah. Uh, and and you of course, I mean, if you don't want to be confused, then I'm I'm very sure. Like in 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 a while, you would know. Like, you know, maybe I'm not the one for you, or I'm the one for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever that is, you know. Mm, I think kids these days they know, they aren't they aren't that slow. Mm. They know. They they are I mean with computer and everything you know they can they can like digital age already they can like just Google and then they say like oh I want to be like player so X so, yeah. can you teach me how to be player X then <laughs> I'll just like mm. <laughs> uh, right yeah yeah <laughs> let's sit down and let's have a chat right <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you know um uh yeah. yeah I I don't think there's anything wrong with that mm. I think I I. I don't speci- okay. I don't specifically teach contemporary music. Yeah, actually, I don't. Mm. Um, I mean, it was uh, if it was a viola student, I'll teach them what is necessary for them to get to the next point in their their own know, journey, their life. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Because mm. that that is the most important thing for them. Yeah, and I think for for any young person, right, it would be exposure. Mm. You know lots of exposure we don't have we just simply don't have enough viola concerts in, yeah. in singapore you need you know imagine if you were a violinist you know or a pianist right mm. oh my god you will hear the bad the good the worst the best the the most horrible the most yeah 
and the best, the best, the best, the best. Mm. You would hear like so many, so many different versions to to actually come of it at the end saying, say, I want to sound like, mm. you know. So and so, right. right. Yeah. yeah, it's not like that on the viola, isn't it? Mm. Right. I, I would say, I would say for yourself too, right? Like like a euphonium, then, then it would be like, like, yeah. like all the all the all the radio <laughs> superstars that you hear on the radio, yeah. but then they are not they are not live in front of you in the flesh. So mm. there's a there's a it it, it causes a reality flux because you 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 there's something you wanna be but you can't be. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, like, absolutely. Yeah, it's like American Idol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I I think for for brass players, you know, a lot of times I think students are. Uh, just mostly obsessed with the the faster, higher, and louder. I, I and I don't know whether that's true for for say viola or the strings instruments as well. Students just want to be able to do this. They want to play faster. They want to play louder. They want to play higher than their their peers. Or and sure, I think you you, you can have such uh, ambitions and such priority. But then you end up being very good at playing faster, louder, and higher, and and that's it, right? Uh, th- this is music, right? It's not not really athletics, you know. <laughs> if you want to make music become purely athletic, then sure, <laughs> that's mm. you, yeah. But I I guess that's not how I see it. I think yeah. it depends. Uh. Uh. Inside them too. I think you you need to. Uh, I uh, teachers. I I am intuitive about that, mm. and that is you need to know where that state of mind is with the student. Mm. Uh, I think that's that's one of those things that really really calls upon your intuitiveness and you know your ability to read what what you think mm. he 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 might be thinking. I I think you really got to read the room. Really, yeah. You got to really understand. If he knows what he is thinking, I think um, you're going to get so many different kinds of students. And to be really honest, every student's pathway is a little bit different. And everybody's journey is probably also going to be a bit different. I have, I have in my life met very unique individuals who, sub, who have surprised me with, with uh, a very unique uh, playing or an opinion Mm. Um, that you, when you knew them, you wouldn't, you wouldn't actually give a thought about. Um, um, yeah, I, I have met, I have met individuals like that. Mm. Um, so what I've, I've come to learn, right, is that um, mm, um, youth is one of those things that that um, you know, youth is, you know, all this talent is wasted on the youth, right? Right, you, mm. you, you. They 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 won't know how talented they are, and until you 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 know, so you you really have to worm your way into understand, you know, like like make, making them understand, and if 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 they can even see it for what what it's worth, mm. uh, and and the kind of uh, uh, and also for them to actually even get close to the kind of maturity level of understanding a concept, yeah. Which I think that this is something that even even older people may have difficulty. Mm. You know, just the the idea of really listening. Yeah. You know. Um. Yes. 
So and and I suppose to have the intellectual humility as well, right? To to be at a point where you are able to tell yourself that you know so much, but you don't know a lot more. But yeah, yeah but not a lot of musicians are, are <laughs> think like that. They think that they they know something, and that is that that thing is. The, the Holy Grail or something like that. Particularly, the, the more famous a particular mus- musician is, they might have the potential to just like insist that their way mm. is the way. Right? I, I don't know if you agree with that. Yeah. Um, it could it could be, you yeah. know. Um, sometimes, I, I, I guess, I, I've met people who, who have a very specific way of, of working. Mm. Uh, I don't think it's bad. I just... Mm, if it works for them, then it works for them. Mm. I I've never yeah, but I've never met people who have who have this like crazy xiao ambition. <laughs> uh, 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 you know, like like this is how you must do it. Right, right. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I I I found I've always found myself to be in a position where where even even in the odds, I would I would convince them that that good will come or some good will come out of of mm. whatever that situation will be. Yeah, and I think that's. I guess when you do contemporary music so much, right? Mm. Um, you're going to you're going to be in a position where 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 you might find yourself like, ah, oh, yeah, like this is I I don't I don't know how am I going to you know pull this off mm. because this this is this is insane. This is I don't even know how this will work, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then you and then you spend some time you working on it, and then and then you know sometimes just even the effort in itself makes people believe that it's, it's actually real that like like the effect does actually come off mm. you don't know really yeah. you don't know until you 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 fin- go all the way to the finishing line and then you realize that like hey actually it, it, it works mm. so i think with with young people you know people in general sometimes it takes a while to convince them how things how things could be mm how things can be yeah. uh, and it doesn't need to be so uh, I think in, in, in today our, our particular society Singapore society we have a, a sort of like a, a need to feel like like you're on the right path mm. constantly you're, you're doing good and yeah. you're, you're not you know that security blanket yes and I I, I think uh, everybody wants to feel like that all the time even myself you know mm. sometimes when you play some of some of those really difficult things and passages and stuff like that and you you wonder how how are you going to, going to even pull this off mm. um, um, but you also have to take faith that that without 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 all this all the madness of everything no one is going to believe that this 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 is going to work yeah absolutely and I think what what I really uh, respect and, and love about the the work that you do is that you, you're not only speaking this by theory, you are actually doing it. And I think that is Uh-oh. that is ultimately the most important thing. And speaking to you, it's like, you know, you, you've got no excuse because, yeah, <laughs> here, here you have this person that is just like doing all this like really kind of pretty amazing stuff and all, all new stuff and just, you know, taking action and not just talking about broad ideas yeah which is really oh, yeah. really cool yeah and so you know uh for you what do you think is of course after this concert you're gonna have some time to digest about you know what what's just happened and what's next 
for you in terms of your own development. Not you don't have to go to a specific project, but you know what are the 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 details for the next. <laughs> no, yeah, don't have to go to details, but like you know what what would you like to what what would you like to explore? You know, is it like oh yeah? More? I think the next okay, I yeah. I can tell you about the next one that I'm that I'm attempting. Mm-hmm. Um um, this one is called Apollo. Uh, do you know? Do you know of the story of Babel, the Tower of Babel? Have you heard of it? No, I'm sure you know. It's mm. a it's a Christian, right? It's a Christian myth. Okay. Ish. Yeah. Um. It's a when God created man and man grew the civilization, mm-hmm. right? Uh, eventually, man got uh got to a point where they became very uh very um, they achieved everything that they needed to to achieve. And they got uh, proud, and 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 they they wanted to go and meet God. Okay. You know they want, so they built a tower mm. so high that the, the highest floor would be in the heavens. Okay, yeah. Right. So God, being um, um, what's the word? Um, uh, song Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> song with the with the with, with the men's. Man, yeah. With man's um, ambition, or, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the word. Yes, yeah. so mm. God created language, and language, okay. right? He created lots of language, and eventually the people couldn't communicate with each other. Okay, <laughs> and right. so the tower was never built. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> I yes. See. There you go. Yes. Right. Yeah, the Tower of Babel. So yeah. I decided, right? Uh, uh, this this one is a, a, a um, I I figured this would this would be a good a good one for me, um, in particular. It's that um, the ideas came where I decided to commission uh six composers to write pieces for me, and also I created um sort of like a platform where they can write for Viola and a, and a companion. I mean, I gave them the option of it. Mm. So they, they could write for Viola and anything or Viola solo or whatever they wish. Just, you know, yeah. if God if God could give you a hand, <laughs> let it be me. Sure. Yes. And so, yes. Yeah. And so I did. And I think one of, one of the things that, 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 that I think being six composers, it would be that it would be extremely confusing for me. I think um, I've never actually had to actually find a way to really um, uh, work with um, this kind of intensity mm. um, yes so that's that's one of that's that's the next project uh, six composer six different language um, um, six um, different types of collaboration amazing sounds exciting yeah. sounds exciting and I mean I guess I guess also like from the from the, the the history of what I've done also it's that I'm 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 looking for something a little bit more esoteric. Esoteric? Yeah, esoteric. Right. Yeah. Uh something that is not so easily definable. Mm. Yeah. Got it. Yes. Yeah. Uh you know, like how can we create a language? I think this is so important to every composer, isn't it? Mm. Like like they they work so hard to find a uh a, a way to I think composers now spend so much time rearranging their works, you know, just to just to make ends meet or they, they write 
so much, right? Like, mm. I, I just wish that we, we could empower them back again. Because to be really honest, at the end of the day, when it comes down to composers, sometimes we performers, what we are asking of them is, a, is, is an end product, if you mm. think about it. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's so unfair. It's so unfair because uh, they, they will have to find a way to Cater to, to that, such, right? yeah, yeah. Cater to that, yeah. You know what I mean. I yes. I kind of want to return, return the, the the whole the whole thing back onto onto them and what do they really want? If you know what I mean, like what would God want? Mm. You know, I right. I would. You right? So yeah. if everyone were 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 to listen to you know the creator, um, it must be actually confusing i don't know i don't know what what would happen to me i, mm. I just i just think of the idea and i think oh yeah <laughs> i'll be buzzing like like in a crisis right. probably but like when that happens i'll call you right <laughs> have a chat <laughs> for sure for sure yeah now uh all this sounds really exciting and i'm sure we'll be we'll be seeing more of uh when when the product or when the when the music is close to being presented, I'm sure we'll we'll see more about that, mm. and yeah, we'll I'll definitely keep my eyes peeled for for this new project. Uh, uh, final question before I let you go, and and thank you once again so much for being so generous with your time, Chris Owen. Th- this is a conversation I had with a with a friend recently. He just uh, he's coming, uh, he's back in Singapore doing some conducting work for an upcoming show here. So I I, I caught up with him. We had a chat, and. He, he said something to me which uh, I, I also kind of understood where he was coming from and I just want to hear what you have what are your thoughts about this which is it, it seems like the the concerts and the music performances that we are presenting here in Singapore um, it's sort of just for the audience enjoyment for most parts you know it, it, it does not uh wish to engage the audience uh, thoughts does not wish to engage them deeper or they are not thought provoking they are not actually accurate representations of the the current world situation or the world that we live in and, and things like that and I, I find that to be a shame sometimes because everything seems to be like oh you just come for a classical music concert and uh, you, you pay for the ticket and then you're here to enjoy the music and then after that you leave the concert hall and then life goes on, right? Mm. So um, what, are, what are your thoughts on that? And, and of course, all, all of your projects seems to be so, so thoughtful, so curated, and there seems to be certain things that you want to explore or a certain message that you want to share, right? So yeah, what, what are your thoughts on this actually? Mm. I did. I did. I always wonder about that. You know that that has been one of the the. Uh, I think that was why weird after days came about also because like, how much more can you can you keep like selling tickets? You know, so we decided we wanted to do do things small. Mm. Like if we could even like like run a venue where where it just cost like what, two hundred three hundred dollars. You know, and then and then we just do the show and and the concert tickets. You sell thirty tickets, you make back that money. You know, and 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 we move on we'll, mm. we'll continue doing what we love you know that's that's indulgent um i think if you're talking about the audience i feel like it's going to take time mm. and 
and um, I think our audience are changing. I think this 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 time right now with with uh the the pandemic right or now we are coming out of the pandemic, people still want still still want some assurance, and so when they go out for their shows and and you know they they still want that level of like being able to relax. You know, now that they have to spend so much time at home, it's so stressful at home. Mm. Um, so naturally now it's a really bad time to actually do things that are that are, you know, extremely experimental, you know, because that's that's not I think I guess it might be a time thing. But then I also do am starting to see actually mm-hmm. a, a lot of um really provocative content being brought out. Um and no one no one questions them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it, it visual arts. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's all over theatre. Mm. You know? So, it is true that when it comes down to music, right, it could be that we need more musicians, perhaps, to, to also want to take that leap of faith to, mm. to actually to spearhead something. Uh, uh, a particular like, movement. Um, right? yeah. yeah, but it does not necessarily have to be you know, um, it is it's not so much about new new really. I think I think the word the word of the day is is really conversation. Mm. Like, for example, if you let's say let's say you had a baroque group, right, and you would like to actually uh, present something that would be a little bit more more uh, racy. Then they do. Then they do the the counter tenor, not the not counter tenor, the castrati music, right? Mm. That itself is actually very very controversial. Yeah, you know, um, of course we don't have them now, and 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 and, and then the the mezzosopsy. So mm. th- they exist. It's not that they don't. Uh, I think, when, but when you do this kind of kind of material, right? Then you need a lot. You need to take time off to go and actually research them. Mm like tenfolds yeah from what you what what the public can actually get out to actually conceptualize it i think that's that's one of those things like like if you if you decide to put um our concerts i do not think that they they lack i i think what it is is that that this is a good time to actually research on 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 content that 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 could be a little bit more challenging you know challenging it's not necessarily in terms of um, um, uh, just playing like like raw music <laughs> and, then, and then hoping that the audience will like it because yeah. that's not how it works. Mm. I mean, there will be people who, who will love that, that kind of trajectory because then it's like all the art speaks for itself, right? But there mm. will be a lot of people who will also want to know what, where, how, why. You know the the all these all these subjects. So I I do think that we also need to spend quite a bit of time communicating all this, the, make, making sure that the channels are open. Yeah. Uh. Yes. Uh. That's it. I think mm. it also draws on the performer also to to really to really push this 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 envelope of research. I think, uh, so far I see when people try to put something, a little bit more more interesting, it 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 could still be pushed just a little bit more to 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 pack to the curiosity you know you know the the for people to want to mm. invest it's not so much uh, an energy thing mm. it's it's a lot of a lot about the the curiosity right do you know yeah. like uh 
right? Like we are, we are, I think what we are, what we are on the topic of is really desire. Mm. Do you know? So if, if you were selling like, let's say sexy music, right? Then I think you would want to sell like, like, why is it sexy? Mm. And, and, and you don't want to, you don't want to make it feel like, like it's textbook. It's, it's all in the textbook. Right. Yeah, but, yeah. but I think a lot of the times when we, when we put content together nowadays, right, uh, there's a bit of a rush and, and mm. you know, I, I guess it's also the grunt, the way how the grunt body works, right? There's a time limit. Yeah. So research, um, really reading as much as, as, as possible and then giving everyone space to really, uh, uh, go deep yeah the and depth sort of absolutely. like cross pollinate mm. a little bit better and yeah. and mm, and then also having you know like like having having that that um, we call it what a dramatic mm. having a dramatic to yeah. to actually bounce off idea to word it mm. because a lot of the times if you are talking about like music musicians are so poor at wording <laughs> yeah What's I I I I'm at fault myself, but to be fair, uh, musicians are so poor at wording, mm. wording, uh, finding the right word, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like mm. like that, that that really speaks to a man on the street. It's not that the men of the of, of the street don't know. Mm. You know, I I think they are equally curious. Yeah. It's just that that's how how can we you know reach Pick out their to interest them? in the right way, yes. right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um then also mm, yeah. you know you you can't fight um um the the way how technology works nowadays, you know? Mm. Uh so you really choose, you really gotta choose like like um are you are you, are you going to put the materials online so that, that that people can actually find out a little bit more about it? Mm. Or, or do you know? Um yeah, a lot of the times when people, uh, when they know so much and then they come and then they they don't see what they are going to get, right? Mm. Then also, so there's there's this yeah, communication, the, the wall, right? yeah. yeah, the wall between a performer and uh and uh, you know, like like who is this person you're trying to reach? I I think I spend a lot of time wondering how can I reach the man on the street. Mm. I think it's one of the one of those those things that I, I that drives me sleepless right. <laughs> yeah. every night mm. Be- because you know let a, let alone the, the person who is trained in music to actually be able to tell like oh you're doing this <laughs> or that that's a feature right yeah. um to be to be fair these are the things that I do sometimes fall in a very raw form of of of, of context mm. that it may not. It, it, it may just be so visceral as an ex- experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it, it, it might make people uncomfortable, just like like you said, the the sort yeah. of like the, the the rawness of of the performance, right, or, or the music yes. and, and stuff. And like the that. thing, yeah. and the thing is that, like, if 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 people walked out feeling like they watch a nice concert, they'll forget it like three weeks down. <laughs> you that know? is true. Yeah. Like if if it's not remarkable, for, yeah. Yeah, but then if you went for something that was like, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> blew my right? mind. Yeah, uh, way, sometimes right? he will be shocked me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but, yeah, but I, I guess part of like connecting with the audience is also trying to allow them to either connect the dots or connect the dots for them, right? To draw certain yeah. references about the the music that we play to 
the relevance of the current world. And of course, uh, when, when I was talking about, say, like, everything is just purely aesthetic or, you know, we're just kind of scratching the surface when it comes to concert presentation, uh, this applies to, to all, all types of music. I'm not saying that everybody should play something that's super current or, like, mm. uh, living composers or, yeah, if that's not your jam, if that's not your thing, that's absolutely fine. But uh, if we, I mean, at the end of the day, what, what, what I say is, authenticity sometimes is a bit overrated you know oh yeah yes. that, yeah i mean yeah we, we just yeah so i i don't know that there are just so many ways that we can present what we do in a way that is you know relevant but not watered down oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> watered down is the word right yeah exactly how how do you not become diluted Exactly. Yeah. Everything is just like, oh, you know, people might not like it. People might not understand. People might not, audience might not do this. Audience might not do that. So we just have like vanilla ice cream, you know, and then it's yes. just a bit like, mm, sure. Okay. Yeah. So. I think, yeah, I think I, I, I just hope that in, when, when things get better, I think um, things are a little bit more, 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 um, how do you how would you describe like something that's a bit that day I used the word amphibious. Amphibious, right? Yeah. It, is that is there a word like that? Yeah. No, right? Amphibious? Like I, probably. Yeah, amphibious. I yeah. Yeah. I, I just wish that yeah, when things get better, mm. we are more interested in things that are a little bit more amphibious and there would be more more um institutions that are, are interested in things that are a little bit in between mm. like a hybrid you know? sort of project you mean yeah, yeah because i think i i i see i see that there's so much room for for this and and um you know there's i mean the institutions the the music institutions the orchestras here they they will always be the same the bands they will always do what they what they were meant to serve mm. you know and and at the end of the day, also which leaves like the independent musicians to actually champion for for you know the cutting edge, the newness, mm. and everything, and and rightfully so. Uh, uh, it's not going to fall into into template yeah. that we all know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I I really do hope that 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 there will be more and more of all this. I I do feel that things are a little bit more fluid. Yeah, but I think it's changing. I've 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 been to Gilman Barracks recently, and I've and I've seen some of the art there. It's changed so much. Mm. People people are you know the, the way how people are seeing art. Yeah. I'm I'm very sure eventually it will trickle down to music. It's mm. it's only a matter of time. Yeah, and and it's great that we have people like you that is also pushing yeah. the edges, paving the way so that people like me can have an easier path. To follow behind you. Yeah. So that's it's brilliant. Uh thanks for this really, really wonderful chat, uh Christopher. Uh before I let okay. you go, if you would like to, one parting advice, statement, ethos, guiding principle, whatever it is you like to share with listening uh listeners who are currently working their craft, what do you say to them? Um if there's anything. If there's anything, yeah. hmm. I think that's that's the word. If there is anything, dot dot dot. Yeah, don't leave it. Mm. Unturn. Yeah, brilliant. Absolutely. 
Great stuff. Uh, thanks so much for your time, uh, Christopher. Yes. Thank you for, for yes. being so generous. And I look forward to the show on Saturday. And yes. I'll, I'll be there. And I'm sure it'll be a, a wonderful treat. And like I said, uh, all links of what we right. spoke about will be provided in the show notes. This includes the tickets for Apollo that's happening on Saturday. This includes uh, Christopher's artwork, whatever we've been talking about, that you don't get the visuals. You can see it on your own. And... Uh, that, that little bit of uh, the comment, commencement speech that I, I quoted, everything will be on the show notes. So do check that out. Yeah, just just so you know, right? <laughs> Apollo, the, the uh, Emily and Bird's work, right? Will be released as an EP. Okay, there you go. So uh, uh, <laughs> we, we find them. Do we find them on uh, Spotify and all yeah, streaming software? Yeah, and definitely. But don't leave it to that. Please turn up for the live show, that would be even cooler, right? Yes. So, fantastic. Um, thank you for all the work that you've done, Christopher, and thank you for the chat. Uh, it's been an inspiration and just sort of like, I don't know you very well, but just sort of to, to chat and see the project that, that you've been doing uh, over the years, have uh, I, I find that always very, very intriguing and really, really thank awesome. You. So, uh, I hope you continue to find that source of energy to continue to push and do these really interesting projects. And I look forward to all your new ventures in the future. Thank you. Thank you very much, Vincent. Thank you. And for all of you listening, thank you very much for staying with us throughout this episode. And with that, we will sign off on this episode of You Play A What. You have been listening to You Play A What, hosted by Vincent Tan. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button so that you'll be notified when a new episode is posted. Rate and review the podcast and share it with your friends if you feel so inclined. The theme music for the podcast is entitled Midnight Affairs and is composed by Algirdas Mentonis and recorded by Vincent Tan. Thank you so much for listening to You Play or What? Until next time. Thank you.